message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. I am thankful to God that I'm able to come into your homes to celebrate this wonderful, special, unique Easter celebrations with you. And I know that however form it takes, God's presence will still reach out unto us and we will be blessed of the Lord. Open your Bible with me and let us read from 2 Timothy and chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1, and I read from verse 8 and stop at 11. Verse 8, Therefore, don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Let me repeat verse 10. But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. I am here to celebrate with you because in Christ we see death abolished. In Christ we see life revealed. So today we are celebrating the foundation of our life, the abolishment of death. Death that the scripture describes as the last enemy. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 26. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. And I'm glad that we are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ over death. So the last enemy has been destroyed by the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why we celebrate Easter. That is why today is a joyous day. That is why in spite of the fact that we are not able to congregate at the personal level, all of us in our homes, we celebrate the Easter because it marks the abolishing of death in our lives. Whatever is hanging upon us that is threatening us, making us fear, now Christ has made us understand that through his death, he has caused death to die. Praise the Lord. 
And one of the very powerful effects of the resurrection of Christ that has come upon the believer is what the psalmist aptly says in Proverbs 28 and verse 1. Proverbs 28 verse 1. The wicked flee when no one pursues. But look at the second part of it. But the righteous are as bold as lion. Brethren, this is what I want to emphasize this Easter celebration. The boldness of the righteous as a lion through the abolition of death by Jesus Christ's resurrection from the dead, he has empowered, he has made bold every righteous person, every child of God, everyone that is redeemed into the kingdom of God. We have been made bold, bold as a lion. In what areas and in what respects? Today, I stand before every one of you that is hearing me. I have been made bold, bold to be free. Free from sin, free from harassment, free from satanic oppression, free from anything that will bring depression onto my spirit. I have been made bold so that I can be free. I have been made bold so that I can dominate the world of wickedness, the world of evil, so that I can rule in the affairs of, of the devil. Whoever the devil has held captive, I have been made bold to declare the liberty of such in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. I have been made bold so that I can be the light of the world. People should see me and see encouragement. People should see me and know that there is hope for tomorrow. People should see me and know that life still goes on in spite of whatever, in spite of the environment we, in which we are, in spite of the circumstances we are passing through. I have been made bold to be the light of this world. I have been made bold to be the salt of this earth. When the earth is going tasteless, when institutions and worldly organizations are crumbling, God, through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, has made me to become bold to salting this earth, to preserve this earth, to make life keep going on. I have been made bold to be the salt of this earth. That is why we are celebrating Easter. That is why we rejoice. That is why all over the world, everybody rejoices that is in the faith. Rejoices not just for the act of overpowering death, but for the effect of that resurrection upon me as a believer. And the Lord God Almighty, as we read in 2 Timothy chapter 1, he has made me an apostle to everyone that should hear the word of the living God. I rejoice, I celebrate, because of what the death and the resurrection of Christ has purchased for me. That is why Easter is so crucial to every single believer. Easter 
confirms the platform upon which we stand and declare boldly that the righteous are as bold as the Lord. What makes me boast in my God? Because the last enemy has been overcome. Hallelujah. I want you to look with me into Hebrews and chapter 2. Hebrews and chapter 2. Today we are looking at the effects of the resurrection upon the believer. That death is abolished. What does it mean for the believer? Hebrews and chapter 2, verse 14. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, verse 15, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Beloved, through the death of Jesus Christ, he has destroyed the devil who had the power of death. The devil's weapon over mankind is death. But today I stand before you that by the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, everyone who believes in the Christian faith has been released. Verse 15, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 15, and release those who through fear. So the devil was using the weapon of fear. Fear of what? Fear of death. And then hold people in captivity and in bondage. But today, he is risen. Today, the tomb is empty. Today, the stone has been rolled away. Today, I am free. Today, I have been released. Today, I'm no more afraid of anything. I'm not afraid even of death. Today, I am not in any form of bondage. The power of death has been abolished in my life. This is the essence of Easter celebration. That is why we rejoice, we kill the animals, and we sit as a family, we dine, we talk, we laugh, we share fellowship, we strengthen one another, because that which was holding man captive, the fear of death, has been broken. Death has been abolished. And so we are free. I want you to celebrate your liberty today. I want you to celebrate your freedom today. I want you to rejoice and be glad because the last enemy has been conquered and you are free. I want to hear you say, I am free. I am free from bondage. I am free from death. I have been released from the fear of death that grips men and women. Today, I stand and declare, by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not be held in any form of bondage anymore in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. No weapon of the devil that is formed against you shall prosper. Why? 
because the fear of death has been taken away. There is no arrow that is aimed at you that will ever get to you. Why? Because the arrow is meant for me to be dead. And I stand and I know that death has been abolished in my life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So like the apostle, as he wrote to his young son Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, this is one of the effects of the, of the Easter celebration in the life of the believer. We don't just celebrate because he died and he rose. No, he died and he rose, yes. But he died and he rose so that he will empower me. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and then verse 6. Therefore, I remind you, beloved, I remind you, brethren, I remind you, dear faithful one, I remind you, dear believer, in the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. Hallelujah. Whatever God has put inside of you, this is the time to begin to give it expression. Get up there. Share your faith. Share your testimony. Let everybody know that the last enemy in the life of the believer has been abolished, has been conquered. So stir up the gift of God which is in you. Stir up the gift of God. Whatever God has put inside of you, if you have the ability to talk, yes, why don't you talk to the glory of the Lord? Why don't you share your testimony? Why don't you let the People in your neighborhood know, people in your community know that Christ is risen. And because he is risen, I have been made bold like a lion. Bold as a lion, yes. To do what? To declare the good works of the Lord. The psalmist said, I will not die. I want you to boldly declare that. I will not die. In spite of the outbreak of the pandemic, I will not die. Why? Because I have been made bold. Because death that the coronavirus is carrying around cannot overpower me. Yes, when I look into the word of God and I saw the time that in Egypt, the death angel was released and the children of Israel smeared their houses, their doorposts, and their lintels with the blood. The death angel came and passed over. During this pandemic also, the death angel will get to your, to your place of abode and he will pass over you. Why am I speaking confidently? I'm speaking confidently because I have been made bold, right? Therefore, I remind you, to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. Fear is abolished. And I release everyone that is listening to me this morning that is gripped with the, with the fangs of fear. I release you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That foul spirit which is not of God shall not be with you anymore. Because he is risen. Christ is risen. Because death is abolished. Because I have been released. You have been released. Exercise yourself in the release. 
I want you to stand up and make a bold declaration, a loud declaration. I am free. I am free. <laughs> I, 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 I can't be intimidated. There is nothing that will make me sit down quiet. I know whom I have believed. And I know that when he died, he rose again, never to die again. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of boldness, of courage, of strength. That is what God has given us. And then he has given us the power of love. God, I am able to reach out to anyone, irrespective of whatever, whoever, however they are. Because he that is greater than he that is in the world dwells in me. Dwelling inside of me is the greater one. So I have the capacity to love. I have the capacity to think through issues. I have a sound mind. I cannot be confused over anything. Let the world roll out statistics, the deadly statistics of this pandemic that has come to visit us. And in all of that, God has given me that power of a sound mind that makes me love, that makes me bold, that makes me conquer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand in what sense, in what sense did Christ actually destroy death? Let me share it with you briefly and then we bring this, the message to a close and then we rejoice and celebrate. In what sense did Jesus Christ destroy death? Now I want you to know where death actually comes from. How did Jesus Christ overpower death? In 1 Corinthians and chapter 15, verse 56, there is that little phrase I want you to take note of. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 56. The sting of death is sin. The sting of death is sin. Beloved, Think about it. The sting of death is sin. And the continuation of the verse is, and the strength of sin is the law. But let's look at the first part of it. The sting of death is sin. So everyone that has sin in him has the capacity to fear. Because sin in man leads to death. In Romans, we are told the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. And the sting of death is sin. So when there is sin found in you, then the devil is holding you and can threaten you with death. Whoever then overcomes sin automatically overcomes death. If the wages of sin is death and the sting of death is sin, then whoever overcomes sin overcomes death. And we are told in 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3 verse 8, I'm just giving you some few points how Christ actually overcame death 
so that you and I can be free from the fear of death. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. But for this purpose, second part of 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy, thank you, Jesus, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And what is the work of the devil? To produce sin in man. But thanks be to God, he sent his son with this singular purpose. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, the next question you may want to ask me, did he actually destroy the works of the devil? Look with me in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2, Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. And you, hallelujah, that is the effect of Easter celebration in your individual life. So after this message, you should rise up with that boldness, with that courage, with that empowerment. He said, and you, being dead in your trespasses, that is, we were under the grip of the devil, we were under the grip of death, and you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him. God has made you come alive together with Jesus Christ, having forgiven you all your trespasses. Having wiped out the handwriting of the requirements that were against us. The requirements that were contrary to us. And he has taken it out of the way. Having nailed it to the cross. This is where the power of the cross is. That on the cross... Uh, Jesus hung with all my sin and my death sentence. He hung on the cross with that. But thanks be to God, when he went on the cross, he nailed my death sentence. He nailed my sinfulness. He nailed my trespasses. He nailed them on the cross. Verse 15 of Colossians chapter 2 Having disarmed principalities and powers. <laughs> when I was meditating on this, I said, there are so many so-called believers now that are fighting against principalities and powers. So many. But I look at this scripture and I say, Jesus Christ on the cross disarmed all principalities and all powers. And he made a public spectacle of them and he triumphed over them. What do I have to do with principality and power? Ah, because on the cross, Christ defeated all principality and power. 
Anytime I make mention of principality and power in my prayer, I remind him that remember on the cross, a public show of was made of you and you were disarmed. The things that you had against me, the things you had that could condemn me, you were disarmed and you were publicly displayed. There is therefore now no condemnation that can come ever against me. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them, triumphing over them. That is the joy of Easter celebration. That Christ, when he died, he disarmed he who had the power of death, made a public show of them, and triumphed in it, made everyone know that today you are free. Made everyone know that today you cannot be held in bondage anymore. Today, the power of fear of death over you is broken. Today, you can rise and be free. Today, you can rejoice. Today, you can be as bold as a lion. Praise the Lord. Having overcome the sin issue in my life, Jesus went ahead and saved my body also. So it is not only the spiritual side. Physically also he saved me. Let me show you this scripture and then we begin to close. Colossians and chapter 2 is just the first two verses before the one we just read. Colossians chapter 2 verse 11. Now look at it. In him, in Christ... You, that is listening to me now, in him, you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands. In Christ, you, you were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the old body of the sins of the flesh. In him. This old body infested with sin and the fear of sin and the, and the punishment for sin. In him, you were circumcised. That old body was cast away from you. By putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Have you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ? I declare to you today that you are free. By the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross and by the resurrection power that brought him out of the grave, I declare you to be free. How are you connected? How are you connected? How are you connected to that which happened 2,000 years ago? Colossians chapter 2 and verse 12. Buried with him in baptism. Last Good Friday, last Friday, I took time to explain the connection of the water baptism to the believer's faith. Now we are told, buried with him in baptism, we were buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised. So whatever defeated death that made Christ rise up from the grave, that same power is coming to you. That, that same power has come to you. Buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith. So today I exercise my faith and I look into the eye of the devil and I tell you, you have no power over me because my graves 
are opened. <laughs> Buried with him in baptism, in which you also were raised with him through faith in the working of God, who raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. I don't know if you are sitting there, but you say, but Bishop, whatever happens, man will die. Of course, that is the physical aspect of death. That is a necessary transition for us to move from one stage of life onto the other. Hey, when a child is conceived, he is conceived in the womb of his mother and he enjoys liberty, he enjoys everything, the comfort, the warmth of the mother's womb for nine months. But there comes a time, the water in which the baby swims, the water in which the baby gets its nourishment, the water in which the baby lives, literally, the water holder gets burst and the water drips away. And that puts that child in very, very severe danger. But little does he know that the parents, the family members, everybody is waiting to receive a child into a brand new world. That is what it means. We are here today. And, and we, we think there isn't any future for us. When a baby is in the womb of a mother for nine months, he thinks, wow, this is life. This is goodness. I draw nourishment. I, draw, I don't do anything. I just swim in this warm water. But there comes a time that water bursts. There is coming a time that you and I we will have to exit this world. And that is not forever, but it is a transition that will take us to life everlasting. Praise the Lord. I am resurrected with Christ. Death is abolished in my life. I am as bold as a lion. The Gospel of St. John chapter 11, verse 25. John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die a physical death, yet he shall live. 26. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Hallelujah. And then he concludes, do you believe this, brethren? After all that I have said, the boldness that has come as a result of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the connection between you and his resurrection through baptism, the fact that you are alive today and you believe in Christ and so you will never die. You will live eternally, everlastingly. Do you believe this? Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.